this is Dawn Schuler, certified trainer and business consultant at the Schuler Group with When People Thrive, Companies Thrive podcast. Let me recount to you an incident that happened to me a few weeks ago where I realized that my response was either about me or about the other person. Let me set the stage. Have you ever found yourself in the position of a situation where if it had been one of the people that you manage or you mentor, or maybe you even parent, that you have this brilliant advice and you're in a very similar situation, but you don't necessarily take your own advice. Then you might consciously realize it and go, oh, yeah, this is what I should do. And you sheepishly go do it. Or maybe you don't realize that until it's too late. You don't take your own brilliant advice and you suffer for it. I was at that place a few weeks ago where I was feeling completely overwhelmed. There was so much stuff and junk in my head that I just couldn't think straight. I was anxious. I was stressed. I had this heavy, overwhelming feeling. Didn't like it. And I realized if one of my clients came to me expressing that very same situation, I know exactly what I would tell him or her. I would say, get it all out of your head. What works for me is to get out my notebook and write everything down. And I call it a B-A-L, a big ass list. Everything goes on the B-A-L, everything from work on the client company climate inventory report to schedule the haircut and many things in between. Sometimes my BAL is pages and pages and pages long. I always feel better after I do that because now it's all not swimming and swirling around in my head. I've got it down on paper. I can start to prioritize, maybe even categorize, maybe even schedule. It's exactly what I tell my clients. Most of the time when they do that exercise, they get that same sense of clarity and peace. They feel lighter. So during this time, again, about three weeks ago, and I was feeling this, and I, it occurred to me, well, I should do a BAL. And I resisted it just a tiny bit until I finally kind of whacked myself upside my own head and said, just do it. You'll feel better, Dawn. Just do it. And so I did. And I laughed at myself because why was I resisting this thing that I know works? It works for me when I've done it in the past. It works for my clients. Why would I not do it? So I posted on Facebook. For any of you coaches and consultants out there, do you ever find yourself not taking the brilliant advice that you give to your clients? And then I wrote, asking for a friend with a little winky face emoticon. And the responses were pretty cute and probably typical of of what you would expect. 
people going, oh, yeah, that's me all the time. Somebody saying, oh, no, no, not me with, again, another either sarcastic or laughing emoticon. I was just having a little bit of fun, right? Well, one person actually responded, no, 100% no. I take my own advice and walk my own talk 100% of the time. And I'm transparent with my clients that if I've tried something and it doesn't work, I let them know that. The response I so desperately wanted to make was, so how is it being so perfect? Hopefully, you know, I did not write that. I ended up not responding at all. Because what I realized was my response or my anticipated response of, so what's it like being so perfect was all about me. It was spurred by either some feelings of inadequacy, of feeling like I'm not good enough, feeling like maybe I'm missing something. It was all about me. And my snarky response in my head was about me. And so what I wanted to put forth here to you is that whenever we respond or we're getting ready to respond and hopefully we think before we respond, who is the response about and what is its purpose? If the purpose is to get more information or to get clarity or to move things forward, that is an honorable purpose. And that response is more about that actual purpose, for example. But if the response is about lashing out, trying to make ourselves feel better, trying to make someone else feel worse, then that is about us. And it certainly is not about moving a project forward or getting more clarity or getting more information. Now, one could say, what was her response about? Was it about her? Why did she choose to respond to that Facebook comment? She doesn't respond to everything I put out on Facebook, so it's not as if we regularly correspond via Facebook. She chose to comment on this particular post. Why? Is it because it was about her? Is it because she needed to show that she's a good coach and consultant? Is it that she needed to feel like she was better than I was? Is it that she doesn't have a sense of humor and she didn't realize I was being somewhat sarcastic? Now, me coming up with those responses or those potential responses or reasons why she commented the way she did could still be about me. Oh, she's in the wrong. She shouldn't have done that. So let me think of all the reasons why she might have done that. Again, 
I don't know why she responded the way she did. And I chose to let it go. I had thought about responding to her, not the, how is it being so perfect up there in your land, but saying and explaining, oh, well, see, I did take my own advice. I just didn't do it at first. And I resisted it a little bit. And I thought, why do I need to explain myself? That response would have also been about me. It would not have moved things forward. It might have felt like I was clarifying things, but why? Why do I care if she understands the situation that I was describing? I don't need her buy-in. I don't need her approval. And any of the responses that I thought about posting would have been in some realm that I was trying to get approval or I was lashing out somewhere in between. That made the response all about me. So therefore, I chose not to respond at all. So when you are getting ready to respond, whether it's an email or even if it's in a face-to-face or voice-to-voice conversation, take a couple of seconds, especially if it's in that voice-to-voice, face-to-face where you don't have a buffer of time with email, as you would, to really think about what is this response about? What is the purpose? Of course, I'm talking mostly about somewhat less than sterling and negative responses rather than positive. Oh, you're amazing. This is wonderful. You don't really have to think about what that's about um, and what the purpose is because those are more positive. It's really about the quote unquote somewhat negative responses, that snarky, that let me show you how right I am and how wrong you are. Does it move things forward? Does it provide extra information? Is it a way to bring two separate parts together? If it's not one of those things or some other positive purpose, then the response is probably more about you and not for the most wholesome purpose it could be. I hope you have found this helpful. And if you are so moved, I would love a rating and review over at Apple Podcasts. Rate it the number of stars that you think it deserves. I hope you do five stars. And if it's not five stars, let me know what I could do to make it better. If it is five stars, let me know what you like and what I can do more of. Until next time, may you thrive.